thanks for coming on. No problem, lovely to be here. Cool. First big question, how did you get into videography? Oh, now that's a tricky one. So I guess I've always kind of been in the video space. So ever since I was little, I've been doing like YouTube videos. I've had like 50 different YouTube channels throughout my life. It's hilarious. But um, I kind of, the, the when I started, I guess I started um, when I started doing my dad's uh, vlogs. So my dad used to be in property. Um, and he used to watch Gary V. I don't know if he already knows Gary V or anything, yeah. but he does Daily V. And my dad was like, I want to do Daily V, but he he changed it to uh, D-Vlog because his name's David D-Vlog. Um, so he would go around with his little uh, iPhone and his little, uh, like, gor- I think it was the Gorilla. Yeah, the Gorilla. You know those Gorilla ones where you can oh, like, yeah. change it, a Gorilla tripod. Um, and he'd go around filming that. And um, I was literally editing that movie. And I was like, oh. I like this. I like slow things down. Like um, we used to live on the Pennines of West Yorkshire and um, he would film like the horses and I would slow it down. So, you know, when you're like the really like properly running and stuff like that, I was like, oh, so I guess I've kind of always had a little bit of an interest in it. And then um, I graduated high school, um, really bad grades. Like I've never been good in academia. Um, So then I was like, oh, so I literally went to Burnley College um and i was like i don't know what to do and my dad's like well, why don't you do media um i actually get into media level two don't know how the hell i got into that because i didn't yeah. have good grades by the grace of allah i did um and then i guess over throughout college was three years i've just kind of developed a, a hobby in photography and videography but while i was at um college my dad used to do public speaking and right. with public speaking, um, he would bring me along and I'd do photos and video for him, like really, really bad stuff, you know, proper <laughs> amateur level. But I used to love it. Um, so wow. I, that's how I kind of like got into it um, properly, you know, with my own little DSLR camera yeah. um, by doing my dad's events. So, yeah, that's kind of like how I got into it. Now, here I am. That's cool. Wow. And was it difficult, obviously, getting started out? Like, did you, you must have had a lot of like imposter syndrome. How did you like deal with that? Yeah, so um, in like what way? What kind of like? Like in... obviously going to record your dad doing these talks and you being there like, okay, I sort of know what I'm doing, but I'm not a professional, but I'm getting there. Like what was your mentality yeah. around that? I mean, I, I've always been kind of like the introverted, quiet kid, but I guess throughout college, I've, I've really grown. I've really changed. Like anyone, anyone knew me back then, like, oh, that's you, Jack. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I was scared, but... I just kind of like just didn't really think about it. I was just too obsessed with the camera and learning about it like that. You know, when like you, you have an obsession that just kind of like trumps out of the other feelings, you just go like, yeah. you, like a natural high, I guess. I was just so obsessed with the camera. I was scared. Yeah. I was, I was, I was to the point where I was just like in the back of the room, just like on my little camera, like a proper, like proper weirdo. But yeah. um, I was, I was stay out of the way, but um, it was just, I was just so obsessed with the camera, really, um, that wow. I kind of just trumped the, the the fear. And then I put myself out there more and more, and the fear just goes straight down. So do you have, like, would you say you've got an end goal, or is it the process of doing the videos, recording that you love? I mean, it's both, really. Like, I do go kind of, like, with the flow a little bit. Like, I have got an end goal, but if, you know, another opportunity comes along, I'll definitely take it if I like it. Um, but the, the end goal for me is I want to go traveling around the world with big artists, you know, filming them in different countries and stuff like that. I'm kind of nearly there. Um, but that that would be the end goal, going around the world and making content and kind of, like, bring my YouTube channel up. Um, I don't know if you know him. It's called Peter McKinnon. He's, like, a big 
space in like the photography scene right. and like freelance photography. So kind of like want to get millions and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, just go traveling, making content with artists and doing my thing really. Nice. Not being you, tied down to a nine to five. That's true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and you're going abroad this summer, aren't you? Talk to yeah. a little bit about that. So I'm going to Bulgaria. Um, the way it happened, I, I never planned for that to happen. I don't know how it happened. Well, I do know how it happened, but it, like, you know, it's something you don't see. It comes up on your blind says, whoa, I guess I'm going to Bulgaria now. So yeah. basically, I've got my own little Instagram where I put all my work on and stuff. Um, the, the official, what it is, is Sunny Beach in Bulgaria. Right. Uh, it's called Sunny Beach Takeover. Um, they're, they're they're like the event organizers, but they own um, like the the biggest nightclub in Bulgaria called DGV, and um, they, they they followed me on their events organizer page, and I said you know thanks for the follow, um, and they're like yeah no problem you've got some cool videos, and then I responded to that by um, saying if you know if you ever need any videography photography just let me know, and then they're like we're based out in Bulgaria kind of a little bit too far for you to you know travel, and then about I just left them on red, yeah. and about a week or two later I was like hang on why am I being so stupid, <laughs> I have no plans for summer it's, it's coming up it was about end of, end of March. Um, you know, I've got nothing planned for the summer. Why don't I offer them? You know, I've, why don't I come over to Bulgaria, do all your yeah. content? Because, you know, COVID hit and they've got practically no new content. Or they're using the content from 2019. Oh, so no. They were actually looking for some video photographers to come over and do all of this new stuff. So it was like perfect. It's like, I, I never planned for it. It just, it just kind of like clicks. Like, hang on, hang on. I, I'm not doing this, but then I can be doing that. Like, it's, yeah. Just no brainer, really. So that was via your Instagram, obviously, the content you were pushing yeah. out. They saw that you didn't go to them. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's good that then. Yeah. It shows it how you can like market yourself, doesn't it? Then so you must be mm-hmm. good at marketing yourself to that extent that you can yeah. have new opportunities. That's cool. Yeah, it's all about the the hashtags as well. You've got to have a certain hashtag. So I don't know how like how they found me or anything, but if if I didn't if I wasn't putting out content, they yeah. wouldn't have found me. I wouldn't have the opportunity. So wow. yeah. How, what was it that inspired you then right from the start was it one of gary v's video or is there anyone else as well what what sort of inspired you um to get into like the videography photography scene yeah that's that yeah um honestly i mean thinking of it now i guess i've just i guess i've just kind of always had a thing for video honestly like i said i've when I was younger, I used to do, like these these proper cringy YouTube videos, like, hey guys, focus on my Minecraft, let's play. Yeah. You know, we're here playing good Minecraft and stuff like that. Um, but like properly, I'd probably say it was probably like kind of like Gary V and all them, really. I was like, I saw what they were doing. I was like, hang on, I've got a skill here. Yeah. And that can be, yeah, you know, I can be marketing this and selling my services to, you know, people who don't want to, who don't know how to video edit or, you know, don't have time to video edit. They don't know a thing about the camera. They want to just focus on what they do and they want to get someone along to capture the event. I was like, hmm, hang on, hang on. So I guess it was just kind of like, I've always been, you know, into it, but then Gary V and all, and all that kind of like creative space, she's kind of like gave me the push to like, hang on, yeah. I can be my, I can be making money from this. So that's kind wow. of it really. Cool. And what's the bit that you enjoy like the most, like the best bit of it, the whole process from like recording to video editing? What's the bit that you enjoy the most? Um, I'll probably say being at the event. That that's at the event. That that can rival nothing can rival that. Like being at the event, interacting with the people, um, getting to know them. Like, yeah. Um, I'm gonna buy a drone soon, like a little, you know, like a little one you can fit in your hand. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go to like nightclubs and rock up with the drone, and everyone's gonna be like, "Whoa, oh, wow. you drone!" 
Um, but when I rock and roll my camera gear, everyone's like asking me questions. I just love it. Oh yeah, this does this. This is this. This is the gimbal. The gimbal does this. Cool. The, the way you hit you hit the record there. So it's like I do like video editing and stuff, but I just like getting out there. You know, just like being out there in the in the time and actually being recording it. That's cool. What, would you say that you're obviously you mentioned like years ago you were introverted? Would you say you're more extroverted now? And does that help you on a night, for example, or doing your job? Um, I mean. A good example of this is me versus my friend Jesse. So uh, I've got a mate who's in Liverpool who does like often like clubs uh, photography yeah. there. We're both introverts, but we do we go about it different ways. So I do mainly freelance. You know, I, I don't have like it is kind of like consistent way, but it's not like you know we want you today, then, 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 then. Yeah. Um. So like I could get a job like oh we're putting on an event, come with us it's like that sort of stuff like. It is consistent, but it's inconsistent in terms of like bookings and stuff like that. So, True. Um, and she does um, like she does like every Saturday, Sunday, Monday, all those um, at different nightclubs. Um, and it's, uh, I've kind of lost my train of thought. What was the question again? I've completely like, lost my train. Do you think it helps you to be more extroverted, or do you? Think oh, that was it. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I prefer doing what I'm doing, so it can be anything. Like from what you know, the start of stuff that you do, but being, it doesn't really matter to be honest, because I think I'm introverted, but it, it all comes down to, you know, just pushing yourself and getting yourself out there. Um, yeah. Like you can be the most introverted person, but if you like what you do, then it doesn't kind of really matter. Um, but it only becomes a problem that I found is that when you, you know, get really, really busy, especially for me, like when I get introverted, um, you kind of like, I need my time to you know recover. Um, from doing like five events in the past like two weeks yeah. or something i was like oh let me have a break but um wow. if you're in if you're an extrovert um you, you can just keep going you can get, keep going um, okay yeah makes sense yeah super um and obviously you are where you are now you're about to be booked for what well, you've been booked for the summer and that's like a massive mm-hmm. step up for you yeah what has been the most difficult time getting to where you are now oh oh i'd probably say the first part of actually taking this, you know, really seriously, um, like proper starting out. Like I'm not talking about doing as a hobby. I'm proper starting out. Yeah. Like, you know, you might you might have a nine to five. You might be at school or something, but you dedicate everything to this. That's probably the most difficult time. You, you know, you don't know you don't know the ropes. You don't know how to make contracts or invoices. How to get clients. That's that probably like the biggest thing for me. Um, I guess even now, still, you know, I don't hundred percent have a full blown system down. It's just kind of like. I get them when I get them, you know, and yeah. that's kind of like, that's the, the biggest, I guess, toughest time for me is starting out learning the craft, learning everything. Like a lot of people on YouTube teach the creative side, you know, do this camera angle, do that shot, do this, do that. But no one really teaches the business side. And that's what a lot of people struggle with. You can most crazy person in the world, but if you don't know how to get the bookings, get the clients and the business side, you're going to be a part-time creative, not a full-time. That's true. That makes sense. Because after all, you're a business, it's your personal brand, isn't it? So you need mm-hmm. to not only be skilled and talented, but know how to market yourself. So that, you can sort of be like a jack of all trades, really, can't you? Really, that. Yeah, that's literally how I kind of like market myself. It's like, you need photography? I can do that. You need video? I can do that. You just need a video editor? I can do that. So I've been on the receiving end, obviously, for Deep Down Low for the event that I did. Mm-hmm. And I posted on uh, on Facebook about that. And you got back to me, you replied with exactly what you needed and you, you got the work, didn't you? So mm-hmm. I suppose it does work. Um, yeah. yeah, that's my thing. Cool. Um, what would your advice be 
for anyone getting started with what you're doing, videography and video editing? Um, oh, a number of things. Probably the first one, get a website. Like people, people always say, you know, get an Instagram and stuff. That's another point of mine. But number one, get a website. People are not going to take you seriously if you do not have a website. Get your website up, get it all built, and then buy a domain. A domain doesn't cost that much. You could probably like 50 quid for the entire year. Um, but once you have a website and it's, you know, it's take like, take me, for example, like www.jackfernley at weebly.com, not professional, whereas jackfernley.com is professional. You can send your website and it shows them that, you know, you take it seriously. You've got, you maintain your website, um, you kind of like SEO a little bit. Um, whereas if you were send, if you were to send jackfernley.com to a client or jackfernley, like my Instagram, which one, you know, which one do you think they're going to go with? Um, that's probably the first one. And then the second one is probably getting Instagram because that's where all the creatives are. Um, okay. And I, actually kind of TikTok in a way as well. Um, I do yeah. TikTok as well. I've got, I've got two different channels. I've got like my own kind of like personal one where I kind of like just talk a lot of like <laughs> rubbish. That's kind of blown up a little bit. I've got over 200K likes on that, but I'm starting a new one now for my videography photography. And I'm starting to get quite a lot of booming up there. The thing with TikTok is that it doesn't um it's a lot it's there's there's no limits to to yeah. how how much you know i posted a video on my personal like 10 months ago and it's the algorithms picked it back up for whatever reason um wow and it's it's getting it's doing quite well um but with instagram you can have like a really nice edited video or photo their yeah. lifespan is that's going to be five minutes and you're not going to have any more engagement right and so i guess instagram's a more saturated but if you want to like reach more up people tiktok's the way to go but those three your instagram your tiktok and your um website website yeah. makes sense super okay cool and um, what's your process now when it comes to video editing and um where do you start the video editing process obviously you you record the video clips on on the event mm -hmm. but then what's your process when it comes to everything I mean, I actually start, it's, it's really weird. Some people don't understand it. I start my video editing before I even go and shoot the event. Oh, okay. So, so I, I asked the client, you know, what, what music do you want? You know, what kind of like things you're looking for? What, do you, what shots do you want? Do you want more crowd shots? Because I made the mistake on my first ever nightclub that I did. I didn't ask them what they all wanted. And I made a little video. They really liked it, but they put it up and then they took it right down. The proper top guy was like, I don't yeah. like this. We wanted the crowd shots. But I was like, oh, but you didn't tell me what the crowd shots. But then he was like, oh, okay. uh, so I was like, I, I'm not making that mistake again. So I always ask, you yeah. know, what do, 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 do. And then they tell me what they went and said they want, like a crowd, crowd shots, candid shots of people enjoying themselves, not like fake pod stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll then, you know, get the music from them. The music's another really big part of it. Because uh, if your visuals don't match the track, it's going to look wonky and weird. Um, right. So I get the track, I get the shot list, so like the brief from them. And then I storyboard and do my shot list from, from that. And then kind of like have a, a rough idea, kind of like the scaffolding, as you could say. Yeah. And then I go out with my list and then shoot the event um, and get the shots that I need to build a proper good video for them. Wow, that's mad. The amount of effort that goes into it. But I suppose if you're enjoying it, you're at the event, you're enjoying it. I suppose it's better to get like more content than you need, isn't it? So if you see something oh, honestly, like, yep. what, do you, what, how do you decide whether to video something or not? What like catches your eye? Um, to be honest, like the main thing I do is live events. Yeah. And that's, that's the full blown one. Um, I mean, anything really, like if I see a girl enjoying herself in the corner, go over, boom, 
Um, like it's just being on top of it. You've got to be on top of the event. Like if you see someone about to, you know, take like, say you're at a wedding doing wedding videography or something, you'd see like someone's in the corner about to you know, take, take the cork off and it's going to go. Yeah. You've got to go straight over and capture it. You know, you can't be messing around kind of waiting for them to. You've got to, to be like everywhere to where something yeah. can happen just in case. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that actually, because it was really good how like at my event, you were there and I was like, how the hell are you, you like a fly? Literally, it's, it's insane. But that must must take like skill and like awareness of what's going on. So it's impressive. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not trying to like blow like smoke up my own behind or something, but it does take a lot of skill. And like I know some other videographers um, and photographers that, that just stick to the stage. Like they're yeah. just, they're too scared to get out there. But I'm like, I, I like shove them i literally like move go out there and then they get so many good clips compared to yeah you know like on stage and you just look like a bit of a weirdo as well like you're trying to zoom into the to the to the action but you stay holding your camera you just look really weird you just need to get <laughs> yeah. out of there kind of like gas them up hey yeah hey, keep doing that yeah let me just let me just keep doing that for 10 more seconds that's mad wow okay and um, final question what is your uniqueness would you say as a videographer Oh, video editor. Um, probably the thing that makes me unique is probably sitting down and understanding what their business needs. Because a lot of videographers, so like, come to you, they, like you go to them, book them, and like, yeah, this is my right, I can do this. But what I actually do, I sit, I like to get down on a call if possible with a client and say, you know, this is what I do. I don't know if I'm going to be the right match. Um, if I'm not, I can let you pick up the pick up my phone and put you somewhat with someone else. I'll be better suited. Um, but if this is going to work, this is you know I need this, this, and this from you. I'm like, whoa! I've never had a video photographer do that. You know, yes. sit down and actually understand what the business is because other people, other videographers and photographers, market themselves on their 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 price. What I market myself on is results and quality. Right. If you're going to hire me, I'm going to get you results and quality. And that, I guess, in a way, I'm going to go a bit, bit of a tangent here, but kind of shoots down another pet peeve of mine that's in another half of this industry. Because when you're starting out as well, people, you don't know how much to charge, but people are always like, well, this will be a lot of good exposure. This will be, a, mm. you know, I've got future work planned up. Um, but it, it really does annoy me because if, if you're going to get exposure, you, you, I can't pay my rent with exposure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't buy food with exposure. But yeah. and then I flip on the on the head. But all right, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna make a music video for you, and that music video is gonna get ten million views, shouldn't you be paying me for the exposure? It's that that's that kind of like whole value yeah. exchange, isn't it? Like who should be giving who value? You know what I mean? Yeah, and people seem to think that um, with videography you can just like I don't know. I guess devalue them kind of like because a yeah. lot a lot of people don't have a backbone like I've turned a lot of work down you know because they didn't value me so I was like all right cool I'm not you know I can pick up the phone put it with someone else regretting yeah. that you know here here's in here is this guy here he's my, my mate da, 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 da. um but you just gotta know your value and you can't let people walk all over you true makes sense well thanks for coming on to this podcast Jack much no appreciated problem. and um yeah speak to you soon Speak to you soon. Love to be here.
Take care, man. No worries. Bye.